Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalema, Abraham Aleyah Basara, Meshi, and all those experience a speedy and complete recovery. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mincha, Basak of Yosef, Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Kiseitse, Bridge the Gap. Our Parsha continues Moshe's final address to the Jewish nation. He begins with the law of how a soldier can marry a female captive of war. A mandate that the firstborn son, the Bachar, always has a right to a double portion of his father's property and the unique laws of a Ben Sere Umare, a rebellious and wayward son. There are over 70 commandments, 70 mitzvahs in our Torah portion, and some of the more notable ones are Hashavah Saveda, returning a lost object to its owner, Shilua Chakan, sending away the mother bird before taking her young, and the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis, and the law against wearing shotness, any garment that has a mixture of wool and linen. However, a question comes to mind. At the beginning of Parak Chafbeis, chapter 22, we have the mitzvah of helping a person's animal. The Pasuk writes, You should not see your brother's donkey or ox. You shall not ignore it. You shall surely raise it and help him together. But why does the Torah use a double language? Two words, You shall surely raise the animal, rather than a single word, You shall help your brother raise the animal from its burden. The Ranban Rav Moshe ben Nachman, a leading Torah scholar from the 12th century, gives a simple explanation. He writes that Hakim Takim, you shall surely raise the animal together, signifies two distinct commandments, a positive one of helping a fellow Jew and a negative one of not discarding a person in need. According to the Ranban, this dual expression underscores the wrongfulness of neglecting the downtrodden and the righteousness of aiding the needy. These commands are mutually exclusive. Ignoring the impoverished transgresses a negative commandment while recognizing and acknowledging and then assisting those in need fulfills our obligation of sharing God's kindness and love with the world. However, Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading Torah commentary, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He explains that Moshe uses the words, Hakim Takim, you shall surely raise the animal, to give us a powerful and important message. You can only assist those who genuinely seek help. If they do not desire to participate or contribute constructively, you are not obligated to assist them. Rashi derives this and learns this from Moshe's use of the word Hakim Takim Imai, you shall surely raise it with him, signifying a collaborative effort to fix, to solve the problem. One may not claim it is your responsibility to help and I will merely and I will just stand by. The obligation and the mitzvah is to address and solve issues together. And this profound message is ever more relevant as we continue to prepare for our day of judgment, Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the new year. As previously mentioned in many podcasts, the king is metaphorically in the field during this month. 
During Elul, God's holiness is more apparent and tangible, making creating a relationship with our Father in Heaven easier. But this remains a joint endeavor. Just as the king leaves his palace, leaves his guards and his throne room and his walls, his subjects must leave the city to greet him in the field. Similarly, God becomes more accessible during this month. But we must become more receptive to His holiness, to His light. We need to leave the city behind and remove the barriers and offenses blocking us from greeting our King, from meeting our Father in Heaven, and developing a meaningful and strong relationship with Him. In our daily life, it is imperative to realize that we must take the initiative and we must commence our journey to our goals. We cannot wait for others to initiate our growth and our path to success. We must pave our way to fulfill our part in God's plan for this universe. Whether this means pursuing a new career, starting a project, or embarking on a journey of self-discovery, the onus lies on us to initiate the change we so desire. We must set the wheels in motion and believe and hope that our efforts will be met with God's support, with God's love, as we define our determination to reach and fulfill our unique and godly potential. There's a powerful quote that I once read, Pray as though everything depends on God, but work as though everything depends on you. Have a meaningful weekend and a great Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.